My housemate Ben, in the spring of 2008, went to a car boot sale in Scarborough. He bought a reel-to-reel player, and that reel-to-reel player came with a reel-to-reel tape. Here we are, unexpected strangers from the future, listening to their private world. The sound of a family having a gathering. Ken, Audrey, Uncle Leslie, Auntie Shishi, short for Sheila maybe? David, could that be the baby? Clues are coming in here. We're piecing this together. I want to find them, I want to track them down, maybe even speak to them. Taking part in this play is Stephen Mainprise, David Cooper, Brown Roper and Lindsay Watson. I can find people called Stephen Mainprise and David Cooper who come from the Scarborough area, get in touch with them and try and explain the situation. Hello, is that Stephen? Speaking. David Cooper, Lindsay Watson and a Dawn Roper. Any of that ring any bells? Yes, all of them. Really? All of them, yeah. So it may be that the tape recording belongs to David Cooper then, maybe. He died, apparently. So I went to the Scarborough News online archive site, found their obituaries page, and it said type in first and second name. So I did, David Cooper, and there was one result. He died in 2004. Is it the same David Cooper? If the reel-to-reel player belongs to David Cooper, chances are he's got a dad called Ken. I decided out of interest on the obituaries page to do a search for Ken Cooper. And again, one result came up. Passed away 2013. Aged 82. Father to Jacqueline and the late David. Partner of Kathleen and husband of the late Pauline. Well, as far as I'm aware, there was no Kathleen or Pauline on that recording. That makes me think it's not the same person. I have found the name Pauline. I found the name Cooper. The real to real deal. Part 8. Who is Little Cooper? So I got an email today. An email from Stephen Mainprice. Laden with information. And that is what today's dollop is. It's the phone call, unedited, the phone call with Stephen Mainprice, and he has information. Digest this, and we'll come back tomorrow. Hello. Hello, Stephen. It's David, as in the weird blogger. Hello. How are you doing? Hiya. How are you doing? Very well. Yeah, pretty good. good, good well, not good. too bad. Not I've too been, bad. I've been finding some things out. Uh, right. And I've uh, and I listened to your blog when I got home, and I thought, well, some of that you already know, obviously mm. about the name um, Cooper being said about three times. Yeah. Right. What we've got is uh, what I've found out is is the we believe David Cooper died quite young. Right. Uh, and basically I found a, uh, a Ken Cooper who has a son David who died at 21 right. um, Ken Cooper basically there's a mention on him on the internet and basically what he was we believe the, the voice on one of them of Ken Cooper I think it is it sounds as though he's like from Teesside area and he did actually live in the Teesside area it's on this uh, website I'll give you in a minute basically his son died at 21 in a car crash which mm. I seem to remember um, because obviously it went round our estate David died at 21 in a car crash he was killed by a drunk Dutch driver he was David could live just up the road from us obviously because we all went to primary school together in his house um, his dad was quite well to do obviously we you know in the 19 sort of 
sort of 70s, 60s, 70s. No one around here had a lot, but they seemed to have everything was new. And he had a golf machine, and he was digging a golf on this machine in his house. And you, my mate went round his house knowing, and obviously he had to go on this machine. I was talking to him. But in this um, internet thing, which I'll tell you about, it mentions his, uh, his son being his best friend and Ken's son being his best friend and golf partner. So obviously right. there's a link in there to make sure yeah. whether it's right. This Ken couple was born in 1930 and he married Pauline. Uh, she actually died uh, and he met Kathleen. So, so you're it, in the right area there. Right, okay. All right. They actually moved to a place called Hunnamby Gap in 2002. Um, and basically what it is, Hunnamby Gap is a very small, it's like one street. There's not a lot of houses on it. And so obviously we might have a ride out there and see if we can find anything out for you. Um, oh. Depends how it goes. Um, yeah. And basically like, they love golf and there was golf equipment else, like I said. Uh, yeah. Ken worked away a lot when we were kids. He moved to Scarborough because he worked for BP and Shell you know, the mm-hmm. petroleum firms. So obviously he would work away because the nearest one to us, I think, um, is 30 miles away, something like that. At that time, you wouldn't think he'd moved to a council estate, but they built a load of new houses nearby, which were private houses. So obviously we believe he's probably bought a house and then realised he moved to a, <laughs> a roughish council estate. <laughs> right, so, okay. <laughs> so there you go. He has a daughter called Jackie. Right, which it, now lives in, which it does say on now, the... He because I got yes, Jacqueline, I mean, yeah. Yes, and she lives apparently in Filey and works with animals. Right, okay. Yeah, so How on earth have you found all this out? I found a nice piece of uh, literature on the uh, on the web, basically, mm. which I will tell you about now. Uh, obviously, David David Cooper, we, we believe, went to Overdale School, the same as ours. This is yeah. where the tape was from. Mm. Listening to the tape, we don't know whether it's a boy or a girl actually, but I've played it to a few people and I've not mentioned whether it's a boy or a girl and they said it's a girl rather than a boy. Now, I'm wondering whether it was David's sister, whether she was older or younger at that time, because she would probably, you know, if she's a year older or younger, she would probably know us as such. But we believe David came to Overdale School quite late on, so he he wasn't, you know, a six-year-old. He was probably more there at sort of nine or ten-year-old. And then he went to Pinder, George Pinder School. It's now called Pinder School. At this point, Stephen gives me a website. I'm not going to let you hear that bit right now. I don't want you finding it and analysing it to death and then letting me have a go of it afterwards. I think I'll have a licence to create a bit of drama and create a bit of suspense. Anyway, back to our conversation with Stephen Mainprice. I've tried to find out when he was born, but there's no record of it anywhere. If he was in your class, though... He would be born the same year as you. He would have been born 1959 to 1960, you would imagine, yeah. because that's when I was born. Okay. I was born December 59, so um, most of us 59 or 60. So so I would uh, place it, because I assume, and obviously it all, it all is hunches and stuff, but I am assuming it was be New Year's Eve 1961 or 1962. I was going for 1962, but it seems more likely it's got to be 61. Um, yeah, yeah. So maybe he was I mean, in. He maybe he was in the year below you then. No, he was in our year. He was in your year, right? He was in our year at school, yeah. Because obviously, when he went up to George Pinder, well, Pinder School now, um, it was in the same year as a guy who works for me, and he remembers him through school. Okay. So he was in. The, he was in the same year as him. So he was in our class at Overdale School. Yeah, because I'm placing the recording only because of the Apollo 14 reference at 1971. Yeah. 
So, in that case, how old should you both have been in 1971? 11. 11. Yeah. yeah. So, he would have been born in 1960 then, wouldn't he, I suppose? Yeah. Yes. That's interesting. So the recording, so the that wow. So that could be New Year's Eve nineteen sixty. Yeah, the recording could it have been his sister? Is his sister? Well, it could. uh, There is a voice. There is someone that says David, and also, I know. But what I mean is the New Year's Eve party recording, because obviously there is a. You've got yeah. Well, obviously you've got Ken, and you've you've got the mention of Cooper. Yeah. I really don't believe that Joe is Italian. I don't, I don't think that because he does, <laughs> I think he does talk English in it. Um, because he talks Italian, and then I think the grandmother starts talking Italian as well. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's just a, a rule of you know, yeah, it's even too much beer. I think he's the one I was sort of fascinated to meet in a way. If he's if he's still around, he'll be a nice guy. Yeah, obviously a funny guy. But obviously, if you link if you link in the Coopers together, and obviously he's, yeah. you know, and the, and the third recording, and now we know that obviously he's got a sister. It may not have been David Cooper, it may have been his sister, because most people that I talk to and play it to reckon it's a girl talking and not a boy. Right, okay. But in a way, the good news is we've kind of got incident... They're sort of like incidental things that don't matter as much. Like the thing that matters is we've definitely got... I think we knew that yesterday and now we've had even more confirmation from you. But that suggests it's not the same David Cooper then who died in 2004. No, totally different. Right. So obviously that's what would have been throwing everything off, you see. Yeah. So obviously this is linked together, golf machine, the both like golf. Ken Cooper is, um, or was possibly because he died a, um, when he retired, it says, in 1958, he became an artist. Uh, right. Quite a well-known, good artist. Um, and he was an artist at Curtin Club, I think. Curtin is a little village there in Silver yeah. Scarborough. Right. Um, so obviously, some people there may know things about him. Um, his partner Kathleen, um, obviously, she'll well, she should know his life story, even though he was married to Pauline. So yeah, um, he died some years earlier before they met, apparently. Um, so obviously, if we can contact her, um, we may be able to find out where the daughter is. And if we yeah. find out where the daughter is, we'll be able to find out maybe whether she remembers it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all so, it's all fascinating stuff, and as I've sort of said, yeah. it'd be, it'd be, I mean, it's it's it'll be interesting to know how far they want to go and whether they want to come on and chat. But I mean, it's fascinating in itself, just knowing, you know, knowing what we know, really. Um, it's great. It's been. I think it's good to be just tracking it down, and it? it's basically you hear these voices. Yeah. And you think, oh my God, I've been involved in that. And that was so long ago. Yeah. Um, well, that's it. All the f- if we're yeah. talking 1960, we're talking that New Year's Eve party 56 years ago. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. quite strange to. And what's weird, I think, as well, is all the clues are there on the tape, but you know, you you don't hear them the first time, and it's only when you know what you're looking for. All of a sudden, you just start hearing the, you know, those little bits. It is. It but is. I'll I'll, I'll I give had, that I had a good listen to it, and I heard I heard the Cooper, right? And what have you? And I thought, well, I didn't hear the Pauline, but I was I was listening for is anyone ever saying Cooper in this tape? And so obviously, yeah, yeah you know, I think it was said three times, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's and I think it was said as Ken Cooper. So obviously, you've got the right thing, and obviously, we're hoping David's right. So mm. um, I'll get on the bike. There you go. <laughs> and uh, and sort of go knock on someone's door. Don't know if they're there, but why not? Uh, 
Oh, well... You can't do it, can you? You're too far away. Well, I mean, I could, but, you know, I, I like having my own intrepid uh, reporters on the scene there, Steve. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll see what I can track down to. Yeah, no, that is... That, that, that's brilliant. Well, thank you very much for, for getting in touch and no thank problem. you for... As I say, for being well, un- understanding about the uh, the recording no, aspects and things like that. In- I'm very interested in it. You know, yeah. I think like a lot of your listeners are, to be honest. So, but have a look through that uh, that web page. I will. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll give that a look uh, now. Yeah. Tell you, it'll tell you most of what I've told you, but without know, obviously where we lived and this and other. So, I think it will be in without a doubt. It's quite funny. Every day, every day, I think, oh, I haven't really got much to talk about today with this, so I'll probably blog about something else, you know, and give it a bit of a rest until it comes. And then every day something just comes up around about like six or seven o'clock and there's always another lead or something. So, you know, we're just sort of responding very much in the moment. But I, So I think we now know 100% definite that we've got the people. And uh, thanks to you, I think, because I was thinking, you know, we probably could try and track them down with Ancestry.com and Facebook, but... I think we've got a more tangible sort of lead there. Yeah, which is excellent. All about Rich then. How's he? How's he finding the whole uh, whole thing? Because he seemed to know quite a lot. Yeah, he was he was a friend of actually of David Cooper's, so right. he wasn't that tan, but he had like more olive skin. Yeah. So basically, white as a day as long as you went. You know, you went out and some got red and then went white again. <laughs> so, um, so it was a bit different. And he said that Andy used to play. Tunes down his nose. Tunes so, down like, his nose. Yeah, All right, okay. It's songs, songs. It was made a whistling sound, and they tapped side of his nose, and he'll play a tune. So, so oh, he, right. he remembers him more than me. But obviously, you know, he's the one that said basically he's where he lived and that he went to school. But we, we don't remember him much at Overdose. We don't think he was there long. But we, he does remember him at Pinder School for the oh. whole period of Pinder School. Yeah. So, wow. Obviously, this we've got. Wow. Well, thank yeah, you. Quite breathtaking. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm impressed by your detective skills because you've you've. Oh well, we do we do try. It's either de- it's either detective skills. I've just been nosy. Excellent. Yeah, well, keep... and if I find anything out, yeah, I'll uh, let you know. Yeah, keep in touch. Let me know how things go. But uh, I think we've got a lot to go on there. I think we have. I'll speak to you soon, my friend. Definitely most welcome. Thank you. Oh, thanks a lot. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Now. I've got my own reporters on the ground. We're really stepping things up now. I've got my own reporters on the ground in Scarborough. And I think we're quite close to finding the family. What will tomorrow bring? Find out tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.